podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. What's happening everybody and welcome to this, the latest episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm your host Stephen Wilson and tonight is a special Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet as it's quiz time. Great enthusiasm. And there was much rejoice. Hallelujah! Oh yeah! A bit late for all that, but fair. Yeah, so tonight our quiz topic will be the Attitude Era, often regarded by many as the best era in wrestling history. Yep. So, it's whisper. <laughs> we will see if our panel enter the war zone and proceed to lay off the smack of down on each other in tonight's quiz. That went better in my head than I expected. <laughs> before, before we get started with the quiz, just a little bit of housekeeping. You can find us on all the social media channels, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. You can search for us on any of your podcasting platforms, be it Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. And you can find all our old shows or anything that we've done, be it articles, anything David trying to make sense of things, on suplexretweet.com. Now... We know the Attitude Era was filled with lovable losers, much like my panel today, or as I like to call them, the Job Squad of ESSR. The Job Squad, that's a stretch. (laughs) This is the DX, yeah. If you say so. Um, First off, this man, his past quiz misery is involved in accuracy with numbers and a poor knowledge of wrestling moves that puts his dance moves to shame. Glad (laughs) David Hotley isn't here, it's Scott McLeod. Hello, Stephen. How's it going, Scott? Fine. I've done a lot of research, so hopefully I can back up my trash talk. Yes, after the last few quizzes where you've been desperately robbed at the last minute. Well, by... There's nothing that can stand in my way now. Yeah, do you know he's going to show up later on? Don't think it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> doesn't include the actual dead anyway. I think Chris Lopez was a desperate lad. It was me, Scott! <laughs> it was me all along! We're the job squad. Who is the misfortune of being Gilbert? You. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right about Hockney. He, he thinks wrestling started in 2002, sort of thing. Uh, our next... <laughs> this next panelist's quiz failures were made more evident by the fact that he lost once to David Campbell. A first-round casualty in the Rumble quiz. He'll hope to at least present a past performance tonight to Strack. No, you gave me questions that... I still I didn't pay attention to Speaking of failure, this next man's middle name is Defeat as he's synonymous with it. His past quiz misery is only forgotten by the horror that surrounded it, be it Union Dale, Alan Jones and Ross winning. It's Alan McLucas. Thanks, chump. <laughs> remember, you're only champ by default right now. Default? I yeah. won the double or nothing sweep, fair and square. Default. No, I came down to the wire, you need to admit that. I mm-hmm. did. Between me now. Yeah, as oh. usual. Screw job again. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Damn you, I did you. This is why we'll be doing the Chris Jericho show later in the year. Yes. Thanks, mm-hmm. Chris. <laughs> Rounding off our panel is somebody her pundits have questioned. Uh, this man's 
technical knowledge and sanity due to his past performances on this show. Uh, we know about the sanity part due to the fact he gave David Campbell access to his Twitter account. <laughs> Can he prove us wrong in the latter? It is Andy Mitchell. Hey, how are you doing, Steve? Fine, how are you, man? I'm alright until you put my odds down to 101. I'd like Strack, I live through the attitude like there as well. I want to be rich, yeah, but... to be. <laughs> Uh, I have two pounds on you, you better not let me down. I'll play one, that's quite good. Good. <laughs> and of course there is our MVEP, my glamorous assistant for today's quiz. He is the test daily to my Bruce Forsyth. It's Quacky Magic. <laughs> Thanks very much for that. Uh, Fucking hell, Tess has let herself go. Don't even get me started on this track. The definition of a B plus player. <laughs> Uh, right, so guys, are you looking forward to tonight's quiz? Oh, aye. 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 The answer's Road Dog Tevin. <laughs> yes, so tonight uh, the ESSR, t- ESSR title will be on the line. Ooh. Now, I believe that, Scott, you've won it twice, three times? Three, yeah. Three yeah. times. We've got two one time winners and someday an Andy who's not won it at no, all. No, well, so, I will bring credibility to that fortune magnet of our title. <laughs> 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 no, WrestleMania moment here, people. WrestleMania moment. I don't think it's fair that the winner should have to defend it two days later and that shamble of a show. Well, we are talking about the attitude there where the title was tossed a bit like a hot potato. So it's quite fitting that it'll be defended. It's not WCW, it's WWF. That's true, but in the same week where uh, you best of the Super Juniors, Juniors winner was crowned, tonight let's crown the best of the Super Jobbers. Super Jobbies. David Hockney isn't here yet. <laughs> now, for the listeners at home, tonight's quiz is going to be four rounds, each consisting of seven questions. So, um, as Alan alluded to, or Andy, sorry, alluded to, uh, I gave some odds for the panel before the show. So, if you want to be backing anyone to win this show, we've got Scott at one to seven, seven to one on. We've got Strack at nine to two, Andy at fifty to one, and Alan at twenty to one. Who's your odds maker? Stevie the Bookie wanted deed or deed. <laughs> I said the no one gets the arranged. The Harlem Heat reference. <laughs> oh my god, I put my two pound bet down good because it's, uh, <laughs> your odds are slashed by half. <laughs> yes, you're, you're taking this home, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the first round of tonight's show will be about moments in the attitude there, but before we go into the first round, I think. It's Father's Day coming up in the next coming weeks, so uh, I'd like to celebrate Father's Day with a good Shettleson steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the taste of smoke and <laughs> just everything that you want and disappointment. Shettleson steaks. What's happening right now? Is this one of our sponsors? I hope no. <laughs> is this mont- This is a montage to Y2J? Have you not listened to Chris Jericho's interview with John Moxley? I've got a chance, but... <laughs> where, t- where randomly talking about uh, Moxley goes, I was depressed in WWE, and Jericho goes, well, on that note, I, I like a good Omaha steak. <laughs> 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 plugging is really bad. Do you have <laughs> problems with mosquitoes, then? <laughs> I, I have all over the half. Yeah. So, we have started a problem. That's good, John, about your career, but do you ever have issues with mosquitoes and bees? So it tells me mosquitoes and he goes, hi, Renee. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, Shettleson Steaks. If you want disappointment, that's for you. <laughs> right, guys, let's go into the quiz. Like, as I said, um, the first round of the quiz is about moments. So there's seven questions in this in this round, um, with a total of 11 points on the line. He's all ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, question one. What was the make 
of Vince McMahon's car destroyed by Stone Cold Steve Austin by cement? What was the make of car that Vince McMahon had that was destroyed by Austin? I'm not looking for a great detailed answer here. Are you looking for like the company? No, and not really detailed, just what they were described on the... No, you're not looking for correct spelling either. <laughs> no, I got this abbreviation of company. Uh, Austin Allegro. Ah, uh, jeez. No, it was a Mini Cooper. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Vince, could you imagine Vince driving a Mini Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> that would be quite amusing. Yeah, amazing. It would actually be really good. You probably have on the roof just a picture of his face. <laughs> right, question two. In which city did DX attempt to invade WCW Nitro? In which city did DX attempt oh. to invade WCW Nitro? Which they recreated slightly at this year's Hall of Fame ceremony. But well, they aged quite a lot though, <laughs> 20, 20 years. Was it what? Glasgow because they heard about Shettleston's things? <laughs> <laughs> that was the week before he was in the caca City. City. Shettleson Steakhouse, that's a thing. There's a show somewhere. Shettleson's butchers. Just get ripped. I think no actually is a Shettleson Steakhouse. Really? I think so. I actually googled most deprived areas in Scotland and found the first time I began with Hang on, you put Shettleson over Fiji? I wanted one that started with an S. It's got a nice ring to it. Shells and steaks, we'll see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, question three. What did The Undertaker and Paul Bearer try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw before the, the Buried Alive match between Undertaker and Stone Cold in 1998? What did the two of them try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw in 1998? <laughs> If you get the idea, you'll be fine, you know. It depends how harsh your market is. Dave's not here, so... Right, I don't know the clue for this one. Well, so just write it. Just We'll make a judgement. We'll judge it when we answer it. What was the question? Just repeat it. What did The Undertaker and Paul Bearer try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw before the Buried Alive match in 1998? Back when Undertaker was an absolute evil... SOP. <laughs> you sure it was 8, not 99? It was 98. Alright, alright. Look at concentration has fate. He wants this. He wants this. He looks like a stroke. What was Kane doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know what Kane was doing. Right. Question 4. Which controversial, controversial angle led to the Legion of Doom leaving the WWE in 1998? What controversial angle led to the Legion of Doom leaving the WWE in 1998? This quiz is great, isn't it? Oh, what a rush! <laughs> 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 Any LOD fans in the panel? Aye. Yeah. I, I'm not saying anything because my only experience of LOD was when Animal was with Heidenreich. So, good old Heidenreich. Good thing we're not talking about ruthless aggression here. I know, that's like the afterbirth of the actual era. To be fair, this, 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 this era of Legion of Doom was pretty much bad. Yeah, they were going their way up. Yeah, they were pretty much. But, that's it. Ruthless aggression is better than what's happened right now. That's probably true. I think it was my peak era, there was aggression to be honest with you. Ruthless aggression was really good, to be fair. 
So ready for question five? Mm-hmm. Question five. What was the reason that D'Lo Brown became a servant for PMS? That is pretty mean sisters Fuck. for anybody not aware of the stable. Can you name all three? <laughs> I can actually name three. Yeah, one of them was um, Ken Shamrock's sister. Oh, yeah. Ryan Shamrock. She had quite a bad spell at that point in time. She was kidnapped by the Ministry. You can't say PMS dead spell right after that. I have that, nailed this. We're looking at the real deal now. Real deal of real. There's not a met deal about my head bigger than you'd expect. Yeah. He has a big. Well, there he is. No, but he's a tank man. I don't know. <laughs> Alan, are you justifying this 20 to 1 odds here? <laughs> um, maybe change that to, to 100. By the way, I'm going to be changing these odds as we go along. Well, is it how we, we do on each one? Mine is for Right, question six. Which wrestler did Vince McMahon fire on air during the famous Nitro Raw simulcast episode? Oh, Scott, straight in there. Mm-hmm. Who did Vince McMahon fire on air? Do you like what Scott's doing? He's hiding oh. the answers from me. I'm not in there. What's the habit, alright? Can you take any advantage I can get? I can't win. Along with the ESSR says ESSR title, you also win two Shettleson Stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Cover the Steven secret throat sauce. As it squirrels a big bat over in the second row. It's the UT bowl. Shell's mistakes, you can hardly taste the crack. Oh my god. I try not to insult people. Well, you were the one that started by saying I searched the most deprived area, start with S. In fairness, it was a little research, solid research, not just people on, on Reddit saying. This place looks absolutely bad. <laughs> Has everybody got something for all the questions so far? Yeah. Uh, no, I only just figured out an answer for question two, and I'm not even sure it's the right one. Right. Question seven. Now this is where there's five points on the line for question seven. I'm going to give you five moments from the Attitude Era. You need to list them based on the order they happened. So essentially, the first moment I give is one. Then it's two, three, four, five, and then you just list them based on what happened first and then to right. the last one, right? Did right. so you get the number and Yeah, so the first moment I'm gonna give you is number one. So if you think that one was like last, then last would be the last that number one would be the last number you write. Right. You got that? Just went up check. Just trying to look confused. Because you'll be the last of this. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to write one but not one five, and then one, one two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain it in a minute. Right. So the five moments are Rock. This is your life. Stone Cold Steve Austin takes out Vince McMahon's with the beer truck. The boss man interrupts the Big Show's dad's funeral. Choppy, choppy, pee pee. And the debut of Chris Jericho. Alan, your best So, Rock, this is your life is moment one. Stone Cold Steve Austin with the beer truck is moment two. The boss man interrupting the funeral is moment three. Choppy Choppy PP is moment four. Saying that much straight face. And Jericho's debut is moment five. So just list them based on the number one. This is your life. Hmm? This is your life, Rock. It's Rock, this is your life. Stone Cold Steve Austin with the beer truck. 
the boss man interrupting Big Show's dad's funeral, Val Venus and Choppy Choppy Pee Pee, and the debut of Chris Jericho. Do it once more time with feeling. <laughs> so, with some steak on it. If you for the beef. If you thought Rock, this is your life was the oldest moment. That's the first. You put one as the first. Oh, it's the older though. Yeah. So yeah. Right, right, right. But no, what's the the? Well, like, it wasn't the oldest. <laughs> Rock, this is your life. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin in the beer truck. Boss man interrupting Big Show's dad's funeral. <laughs> Val Venus with kind tie and the infamous choppy choppy pee pee angle. And Chris Jericho's debut on Raw. I bet you didn't think you'd see the name of the fourth segment as many times. I didn't think I was going to say Chubby Chubby PP that much. To be fair, no. I, I, I can't it makes sense that yeah, I'm actually saying Chubby Chubby PP on it. You know, this is. You know, I totally guessed them because I can't actually remember the order. You guys said I was going to throw some Spanish. No, this is what I said. Spanish. And throw a pen at me. Yeah. That's right. Just, I just confused myself. Right, does everybody have answers for all the questions? Yeah, I do now. Right, could you swap <laughs> your papers, please? So, Alan, you swap with Strat, yeah, and you swap with Scott. Yeah, I don't even know that thing spell. I just took a random guess. Right. All right, yeah, I get what you mean. So, in the moments round of this, actually, a quiz. quiz. Question one. What was the make of Vince McMahon's car destroyed by Steve Austin by cement? Alan, what did Strat put? Chevy. Strat, what did Kyle like Limo? Corvette. Corvette. White Corvette. Yeah, so was it Corvette? Oh. White Corvette, was it? Corvette, yes. With a target top, so. It wasn't cement, it was semen. It's semen. He's putting semen in there! <laughs> That's why. Oh my god! <laughs> that is my so, general impression. Question two In which city did DX attempt to invade WCW Nitro? Scott, what did Andy put? Chicago. I put, uh, you put Atlanta. Track? Detroit. Boston. It was Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, so nobody. Nobody! See, honest, I thought it was Virginia. I just couldn't think of any cities in Virginia. I'd, I'd put Washington at first. I was like, I don't know. I so, they go to Atlanta all the time in WCW. I, I thought it was a fair thing. Atlanta was, Atlanta's a safe guess. I know, yeah, I was thinking Atlanta. It's not the worst guess like, in the world. It can't be Atlanta. And I didn't even put that down until after you asked question six because I still couldn't think of it. The question What did The Undertaker and Paul Bearer try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw before their buried alive match in 1998? Alan Witherspoon. It's a quote start. Crucifix him. Crucif- <laughs> I couldn't think the, the crucify. Strack with down put. Crucifix him. <laughs> crucify him. So that's an F. Yeah. That's a P. That's not joined. Um, embalm. That's what they said. Uh, crucify. They tried to embalm him alive. Oh, he's done well. He's talking about the one where he put him on the symbol. Aye. See, he did that. He didn't try to do it. He actually put him on the symbol. I thought he did that. Later. They, did it, they, they did it before they buried the live match, but he didn't try to do it, he actually did do it. What does embalm Yeah, so what he did was they took him to a funeral home, embalms what you do to dead people. Oh, you right. remove the blood and put embalming fluid in. So what they did was they attacked him in a hospital, they took him to this funeral home and tried to embalm him. <laughs> who saved him? Kent! <laughs> Not the cameraman who nearly watched the uh, murder <laughs> happen on TV. Yeah, that was a Yay! To be fair, OJ Simpson did make murder legal uh, back in nineteen ninety one. Allegedly. That that just shows what happens in the attitude, I don't know when you try to do that to something. Right, uh, question four. What controversial angle led to the Legion of Doom leaving the WWE? Scott with a dandy put? Hawk suicide, EG draws pissed him off Titan Tron. Uh, 
hawks that alcoholism, uh, alcoholism fall off trying to drunk. Struggling down, but uh, suicide. Uh, Hawk being a drunk. Uh, it was Hawk attempting suicide and George pushing off the Titantron. I will accept the alcoholism one day, yeah. so it's a point for him. Suicide with the attack, yes. I was the same suicide, yes. Did he attempt suicide and done that? Yeah. No, no, he, he went on the Titantron and George pushed him. So to, it's to, suicide? Was, well, he went on to try and commit suicide, but, the, but yeah. uh, then George pushed him off. So murder technically. So he did try, he did try <laughs> to commit suicide. He didn't die. Have you been getting your uh, true crime mixed up with wrestling? Because that's two murder questions in a row. <laughs> yes, I've really been watching Law and Order. Finish edition. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the, like the next series of American horror, American crime stories. Uh, <laughs> Who ran over Aston? Question five. What was the reason up. why D'Lo Brown became a servant for Pretty Mean Sisters? Scott, what did Andy put? Cause miscarriage to Terry. Thought he'd miscarriage Terry. Strickland down there. Lost to a member of PMS. <sighs> I guess that was what. Uh, bumped Terry off ring and lost her kid. The answer was indeed he caused the miscarriage of Terry Runnels by knocking her off the ring. It ended up that she'd faked the pregnancy. The pregnancy was with... Me? <laughs> no, with it felt good. I thought you said me. <laughs> me! It was me all along! <laughs> Back when I was ten year old. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Val Venus. What an ankle that was. Val Venus impregnates Terry and blames D'Lo Brown for losing the baby. Did you lie? Because Vince Russo's world all that was the lives. same night as Mankind winning the title. Was it? I think it might be. Yeah. I think it was. What an interesting time. I know. What time to be alive? What a great moment. Two great yeah. moments. Question six: Which wrestler did Vince McMahon fire on air in the final Nitro Raw simulcast? Alan with the strip put. Mike Foley. The Rock. Oh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. It was Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Gonna spell it G, double O, double N, double E, gone. I think you're going to get suspended. I was going to say, dude, I think you'll find, I think you'll find that that actually spells Goon. Goon. Are you ready for Right. In the morning. Here's the, here's the interesting uh, question now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Five points on the line, so you will get points for each, for the ones you get, right? Uh-huh. So, I'm really confused with that. List. Moments in order of what, when they happened. So the five moments again were Rock, This Is Your Life, Stone Cold with the beer truck, The Boss Man interrupting Big Show Dad Funeral, Choppy Choppy PP, and the debut of Chris Jericho. So, that was, right, so I'll make it easy here, I'll tell I'll say it and you'll go through it. So the first the moment that came first was moment four, Choppy Choppy PP, which took place on August the third, nineteen ninety-eight. And you go back a lot, sir. <laughs> the um Number two was Stone Cold with a beer truck, so that's moment two, which took place on the 22nd of March 1999. I believe that was the go home raw for that year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Number three was moment five, the debut of Chris Jericho, which happened on August the 9th, 1999. (laughs) Scott looks like he's going to explode. (laughs) Moment four, the fourth one was Rock, This Is Your Life. Moment one, which happened the 27th of September 1999, which means the moment that happened last was Boss Man interrupting the funeral, which happened on November 11th, 1999. So the order is four, two, five, one, three. Alan, how much does Strat get? Two. Oh, what was the order again, sir? It's a really poor football manager for me because you have too many players for start. So, um, <laughs> I made the striker right? Two. Striker made the down right? Three? How did you get three? How did you get more than me? 
Andy, how many did uh, Scott get right? Nine. Fuck off! Ten. Ten. Oh, is this over so one, 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 one point, so you got all of them right. No, no, you've got you've got one less. No, how many did you get for the final question? All oh, right, sorry, five. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is this for the final one? Or oh, the final question? Final question. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get you nothing for the final question. Uh, you two in total. Two. But, and Andy got zero for the final one. Yeah, I did. I got. Right. And, so yeah. tally up. Then for actually tally up. Andy. Did this tally up this and swap the quick swap the papers back. So Alan, what are you on? Three. So Alan is on three. Strack, what are you on? One, but it looks like. Or two. Two. Or two, sorry, two. <laughs> Andy, what are you on? Four. Four, and as we know, Scott is on ten. Nerd. That's, that's insane. <laughs> um, Have you sat and, like, not moved for the last, like, two weeks and just watched the network? No, I've moved about, but all the while listening to <laughs> podcasts about the attitude. Are you cheating? I've moved about. No, I moved about. Jesus. Again. You're just making up. <laughs> so the latest odds. <laughs> we've got Scott at twenty to one on, Andy at fifteen to one, Strack at twenty to one, and Alan at thirty to one. How many down? Why have I dropped? How many down? Because he was already ahead of you. Uh, Actually, your odds have got better. His have got worse. You're still behind. I'm ahead of him. Because we just confused him with the numbers. I was like, don't fucking 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 I know boss man. Like, so our next round is going to be on championships. But before we talk about the championship rounds, have you ever been worried about dating failures and wish you could have practiced beforehand? Then visit the Roscoe Experience. Yes, it's an an interactive day event where you can learn all the things that you shouldn't do when you attempt dating. This great three-hour course includes DM sliding, (laughs) saying the wrong things, and of course, rejection. Email us now at general at suplexretweet.com to get an exclusive discount at 50% off. <laughs> we have the chairman of Roscoe right here. Use, use code DM for 15% off. It could have been 69% off, but of course you won't get 69. <laughs> so yes. Get 68 old one. <laughs> the Roscoe experience, where you can get dumped today. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this. See, Nico, please record him. I want to see his face at this point. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to lie. Wait till you see sponsor three and four. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for Peter. <laughs> sponsor three in particular. <laughs> right, are you ready? No. Alright, because of me, you're going to throw a window. <laughs> you were going to be the steak. Shrack steaks. <laughs> Get some me in you. Do you like it or no? Right, he's, he's ready for round number two. Uh, yes. Sure. So round number two is going to all be related around championships. So the whole themes of championships, things related to championships. And again, seven questions with 11 points on the line. Right, question number one. How many unprotected chair shots to the head that Mick Foley received from The Rock? in the closing stretch of their WWF title match at the 1999 Royal Rumble. Arguably the most infamous chair shot sequence in wrestling history. <laughs> uh, right, quite, quite this is quite disturbing the way this is. <laughs> so, that is that. So, 
how many unprotected chair shots did he have? This was quite an uncomfortable moment, if you remember rightly. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's part of the reason why a lot of people are glad that chair shots to the head are banned by WWE. Yeah, also, the fact that Mick Foley's family did not know this was going to happen. Mick Foley's that family were in the front row. Yes. Well. <laughs> and they did not know this was going to happen. It's a good point on uh, Beyond the Mat, so. Question number two. Between and including WrestleMania's 2000 and WrestleMania 17, how many WWF Tag Team Championships did Edge and Christian win? So, between and including WrestleMania's 2000. And 17, how many WWF championship, tag team championships did Edge and Christian win? Arguably to many people as well, one of the finest errors in tag team wrestling. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, tag team wrestling is actually so enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean actually? Uh, WWE tag team wrestling is boring. Let's not, let's not be around the bush, it is boring. Oh, always. Not in NXT, is it? I said WWE, not I NXT. Mean, NXT. How good is that? How good is a ladder match? Well, not if oh. Kyle O'Reilly's back. Oh. How is Kyle O'Reilly not a paraplegic or quadriplegic? Seriously, how? <laughs> also, about has anybody seen the person who changed did the meme? Let's so see the point where Jackson Riker comes out. Somebody's changed when Riley, Kyle O'Reilly's face. Somebody's changed the bit in the middle to the point where Brock Lesnar ran out of money in the back. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like Kyle O'Reilly's face, Lesnar running out, and then it's. Heyman and um, Lesnar the next night draw with the NXT tag titles. <laughs> <laughs> you knew when he made that face there was going to be memes for days about that one. Right, so question number three, otherwise known as the Nathan Fisher question. Uh, who served as special guest commentator during the WWF ha- hardcore title match between the boss man and Al Snow at the 1999 SummerSlam? Who served as the special guest commentator during the hardcore title match between Bossman and Al Snow at SummerSlam 99? Bosh. What? <laughs> okay. Question number four. Who holds the records for the longest WWF light heavyweight title reign? Who holds the record for the longest WWF light heavyweight title reign? That's around. I've got a throw in some point. <laughs> I, he get, does he get, I don't know if he does get mentioned in this question. I don't think he does. I think he left him. Oh, there. So I doubt Gary Kerrigan's bidding next. <laughs> Teach me to shop next time. Question number five. What was the stipulation of the match which saw the cat? Win the WWF Women's Championship at Armageddon 1999. What was the stipulation of the match which saw the cat win the WWF Women's Championship at Armageddon 1999? What did it for the rock? <laughs> 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 you know the key she follows me on Twitter. I have no idea why. It doesn't follow me. Annoying. Who do you think gave him the rental car? <laughs> it was me! <laughs> okay, question. Two things. Strikes rating. Good to see. Sorry, man. Question number six. Who once won the European Championship by finding it in Shane McMahon's travel bag? <sighs> Who once won the European Championship by finding it in Shane McMahon's travel bag? 
Basel. Oh god, would surprise me. If he was in that era, he would have won the he would have won the hardcore title. Oh, oh to be fair, he was in that era. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, it was K-Quick. K-Quick, yeah. <laughs> it's like a milkshake. <laughs> Question seven of this round. Is, is that one of your sponsors, K-Quick? No, I don't know. Get rowdy. Now, question seven is also, again, worth five points. So this is your chance to try... It's an order thing. No, it's not an order thing. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> what were the stipulations for the five matches Triple H had to go through to earn back his place and the WWF Championship six-pack challenge match at Unforgiven 1999. He famously was taken out of the match and had to win three out of five matches on an episode of SmackDown. Is it any particular order? No, just name them. You got a point for each one you get right. I just need the names of the matches stipulations. I don't actually need who was in the match. What do, you mean, what do you mean stipulations like the sort of match types? Yeah, the match types. Oh, right, right. Five of them? It was five of them. He took on every single guy who was, or who was scheduled to be in the match. The concentration. Do you know, I'm just trying to think, you see the, the video package done at Unforgiven, the played system of down, mm. and then played the whole feud. Yeah. Like, this is so entertaining. I forget from it was quite it was quite a good people. I loved she's expect I loved that. I actually loved that, that match people wanted. Oh it's too much going. Oh it's, it's tremendous. Awesome was the Forcer. The Enforcer. Yeah. She did me a six pack challenges. You watch some of those papers views in 1999, you think some of them are, you go, this match is quite good, and then you get the next match, and it's like, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. Like that aforementioned uh, match where the cat won the women's title. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get many six pack challenges, yet they seem to love a fatal five way nowadays, especially on 205 Live. 205 Live is great, I mean, to be fair. Has everybody got answers for all the questions, or are you still want a wee bit? Four for. You still want about You want another minute or something? No, I'm alright. We can still get four. You still get four points to be fair. If you get right. right. Can we swap papers again? (laughs) The question. Who? Scott is already six points ahead. This is your chance to try and catch him, guys. (laughs) What else could have (laughs) happened? Okay, question. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just looking at it. And you've been fucking, what have you been doing on your mock Check his ears. Hang on. Check his ears, make sure he's not got an earpiece of water. This is scarily accurate, you know. That's <laughs> question, <laughs> question, question number one. How many unprotected chair shots to the head did mankind take from The Rock in the closing stretch of the WWF title match at the Royal Rumble 99? Scott, what has Andy got? 11. Andy got Scott. What's he got? <laughs> 22. <laughs> I thought it was 11, but I thought it was a lot more than that. No, it was 11. Oh. Uh, you see that said uh, <laughs> 22. It's all dark. 22, Johnson's like, nice to meet you. He looked like that up a bit. No, but if it was 22, he'd be dead. He'd be dead. He had a helmet on, Kena. He's a leather mask. A mask? Which came off? No, no, fuck. But the kind of his buddy. I've been busy, children, mate. The next time would have been mankind as raw. Sorry, I have a life, man. Question number two. Between and including WrestleMania's 2017, how many WWF Tag Team Championships did Edge and Christian win? Alan was Strack got? Eight. Strack was Alan? Five. Scott got? Six. What's that? Four. Alan got? It's actually seven. Ooh. Fun fact. Oh, do you know what it was? Because Christian kept going like the Edge, or will be the Octopus Tag Team Champions. Ah, the way. To, to put, actually put it in context, this, stre- this year's stretch, these were all the seven titles, the two of them won as a team. 
They won all the championships at this point in time. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Sorry, I just wasn't I got answer. myself here. Because you said stipulation. <laughs> I didn't know it's stipulated in match type of stipulation. Sorry, so I can't wait for you to get uh, yeah. his answer to question five. That's, <laughs> that's why I was like, finished. Okay, okay so, it should be called that anyway. Yeah. Question number three. Who served as a special guest commentator during the hardcore title match at SummerSlam 99? Scott, was Andy got? The Road Dog. Andy, was Scott? The Road Dog. Strack, what's Alan got? Jesse, the Body Ventura. Road dog. <laughs> it, was was it was in fact the road dog. Let's refer back to the beginning of this quiz. Well, well, what well, Alan said, every answer's the road dog. No, he didn't know. He's the only It's the fact he was in the bar and he, he took the crutch out of a guy and he went, oh, the boy's falling. <laughs> no, the body venture was the referee for the main event. Yeah. And you just did. Road dog literally. Followed them round the mill. I was at three interviews today. Give me a break. Question number four. Who holds the record for the longest light heavyweight title reign in WWF? Alan Strickler. Gilbert. Strickler was Ellinger. Billy Kidman. Uh, Andy was... Uh, Gilbert. Christian. It is actually Gilbert. No. What? Who held it for 448 never days. Owned it? It was... I, I, I couldn't find it. He barely defended it. You'll be able to tell me who, he, who lost it. It was... Oh, who is it? <laughs> we can't. He's dying. Uh, it was S.A. Rios on episode Oh, so it was. Yeah. I was going to say that. Maybe by the way, S.A. Rios. Never have, I, never have I felt like such a nerd when I put my hand up there. Please, <laughs> me. Here's the question. What's <laughs> Master? What's that? Who was S.A. Rios before it was S.A. Rios? Oh, you said this. He was in that match. Oh, I can't remember. It's WrestleMania 14. Yeah, against Takamichi Nuku. Ah, what was his name? Aguila. I remember you said that. Also, oh, only sixteen-year-old as well. Yeah, it was really young. I know he was. It was, it was really good, and his, uh, and his valet yeah. was Lita. Yeah, who got more over than he did. <laughs> uh, question number five: What was the stipulation of the match which saw the cat win the WWF Women's Championship at Armageddon '99? Scott, what's Andy got? Andy, simply put, get naked. Because <laughs> you said stipulation, so it's usually that's to do what happens after the match is finished. That's why I was like, oh, well. Andy, what's Scott got? Uh, evening gowns from a pro match. Strack, what's Alan got? Uh, He's got a happy match. face next to it. Hmm? I knew it was a pool, I didn't know it was mud or water. Uh, Remove evening gown from ivory. Isn't that a stipulation? <laughs> yeah, because it's a stipulation. It was a. Back to finish with something. Yeah, it was a fatal four way evening gown pool match. I'll give Strack and Scott points for the match. How about my get naked? No. <laughs> I get oh, pool! Damn it! This is a Vince's head. I get a pool! What? Damn it! I just Chris- remember the Dry? <laughs> Question six. Who once won the European title by finding in Shane McMahon's travel bag? Alan, what's Strat got? Midian. What's uh, Alan got? Kurt Angle. It's not even in the company, <laughs> but uh, Midian. It wasn't in the company. Oh, It was Midian. <laughs> I'm very disappointed when you're at it. I don't remember. I don't okay. study for quizzes. This is getting tense. Uh, <laughs> final question. What were the stipulations for the five matches Triple H had to go through to get the six pack challenge? Um, you better just say nothing. You might have been better. Yeah, so he had to go through his opponent, so we had his match with the Big Show, which was a choke slap challenge. He had his match with Kane, which, funnily enough, was an infernal match. He had his match with The Undertaker, who was replaced by Midian and Viscera, which was a casket match. He had his match with Mankind, which was a boiler room brawl. 
and his match with The Rock, which was a Brahma Bull Rope match. And they put strapless, would that count? Or should I put Bull Rope? Yeah, strap. Uh, bull Rope match. Bull Rope match, yeah, that's a point. Strap match. Strap match will get that as well. I also put no key DQ, could that go for all the rest of them? We've got Handy Cup. Handicap. 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 How many did Alan get? None. How many did Scott Have get? a wild guess. Five? Yes. Oh, and Andy got one. Okay. So, tally up. And let's get the scores and see who's in the running for second place. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. As we approach the halfway point of this quiz. I'm not getting confident because I know... Alan! How many did Next. you get in that round? Next. How many did you get in that round? Um, Okay, if you have a hundred, take away a hundred, match your answer. Okay, so now. <laughs> Strack away, did you get in that round? Six. Six. Good. Oh, good. Decent. Decent effort. Uh, Andy, I got three. Three. Scott, how many did you get? Ten. So... so you've got twenty so far. At the end of round one... You're becoming Hockney. No, it's, this was like, he, he was like during the bloody SummerSlam. Don't know, you have became Hockney. At the end of the second oh, round, dear. we've got Alan on three. Hey. We've got Andy on seven. We have Strack on 8 and we have Scott on 20. <laughs> Guess who doesn't have a girlfriend? He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a half Also, guess who's on their way to the studio right now? What? Your wife? Sarah. No, she's not. <laughs> oh, she's catching in. You don't know that. That's why I want to sit next to the door, grab the belt and run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the like door, you're not getting out. <laughs> right, so, I'll jump through the window. So, if I hear Bob Sigler's music, I will buckle. So, that has been rounds one and two of our quiz. Stay tuned for rounds three and four, where everything has a chance of changing. I doubt it. <laughs> for second place, maybe. So, Can we stop Scott playing after the third round? <laughs> there was a chance no, to coach Due to an injury, Scott cannot come back. So, so that's what's coming up in our second half, but before that we're going to take a short break. So here's a wee clip of the moment where Vince McMahon officially ushered in the error of attitude. This is a wee promo from Vince talking about how the product was changing and how we were going to see a more edgier WWF. We'll be back in a short bit. This is DCT and you're listening to the very sexy, <laughs> the audio dream that is. <laughs> Eat, sleep, suplex, retweet, oh. It has been said that anything can happen here in the World Wrestling Federation, but now more than ever, truer words have never been spoken. This is a conscious effort on our part to open the creative envelope, so to speak, in order to entertain you in a more contemporary manner. Even though we call ourselves sports entertainment because of the athleticism involved, the key word in that phrase is entertainment. The WWF extends far beyond the strict confines of sports presentation into the wide-open environment of broad-based entertainment. We borrow from such program niches like soap operas, like the days of our lives, or music videos such as those on MTV, daytime talk shows like Jerry Springer and others, cartoons like the King of the Hill on Fox, sitcoms like Seinfeld, and other widely accepted forms of television entertainment. We in the WWF 
think that you, the audience, are quite frankly tired of having your intelligence insulted. We also think that you're tired of the same old simplistic theory of good guys versus bad guys. Surely the era of the superhero who urged you to say your prayers and take your vitamins is definitely passe. Therefore, we've embarked upon a far more innovative and contemporary creative campaign that is far more invigorating and extemporaneous than ever before. However, due to the live nature of Raw and the War Zone, we encourage some degree of parental discretion as it relates to the younger audience allowed to stay up late. Other WWF programs on USA, such as Saturday Morning Live Wire and Sunday Morning Superstars, where there's a 40% increase in the younger audience, obviously, however, need no such discretion. We are responsible television producers who work hard to bring you this outrageous, wacky, wonderful world known as the WWF. Through some 50 years, the World Wrestling Federation has been an entertainment mainstay here in North America and all over the world. One of the reasons for that longevity is as the times have changed, so have we. I'm happy to say that this new vibrant creative direction has resulted in a huge increase in television viewership, for which we thank USA Network and TSN for allowing us to have the creative freedom. But most especially, we would like to thank you for watching. Hi there, it's Sammy Joe, and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson. I'm joined by Scott, Andy Strack, Alan, and Kwaku, and we are doing our Attitude Error Quiz before. We go on to the second half of the quiz. I would first like to thank Sammy Joe for being the voice of this week's show. You can catch her interview with Sarah this coming Monday. Right, so for those just tuning in who have some, for some reason skipped the first half of the show, uh, we're doing an attitude of a quiz, obviously, around about WWE, WWF, around about 1998 to 2001. Scores on the doors for those who are listening. Alan's on three, Andy's on seven, Strack's on eight, and Scott is on 20. So, anybody who has money on Scott, you're doing Loser. well. So we're all losers here. So uh, <laughs> round three is going to be about tag teams and stables. But before that, we just have a quick message for those people looking for that romantic dining venue. Us here at Suplex Retreat, we recommend Hockney's Hoagie House. <laughs> Enjoy this take on a modern takeaway classic containing minimal meat and fifty-five percent avocado. <laughs> I personally would recommend the special which contains the best mastiff mushrooms you'll ever see <laughs> but just remember folks when the lights go off you go <laughs> I, don't, I don't I really don't forget it's bring your own booze for the extra price of £10 a person <laughs> Hockney's Hoagie House <laughs> for that romantic evening with your special someone. <laughs> the only time they replace toilet paper is when he needs it. <laughs> I heard they're opening up a new location in Uniondale. <laughs> Don't forget the tour. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, Hockney Hoagie House, <laughs> the real Triple H. <laughs> Whoever comes last has got a, gets a free meal at the Hockney Hoagie House. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, Alan, enjoy your meal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, are you, are you, I'm sitting in my row. 
it's, so as I said, round three, it's all about tag teams and stables, and again, it's going to be worth 11 points. So if you want to get close to Scott, guys, you better pay against nothing, right? <laughs> That's why you win. So, question, <laughs> question number one. Which WWE Hall of Famer was briefly a member of the Oddities? Which WWE Hall of Famer was briefly a member of the Oddities? Silence in the room. Scott doesn't even look confident. <laughs> That's quite good. Just give him a. I wonder what Hoagie has in his home. I don't really see him being a Donnie Hoagie, man. No, he likes Donnie. No pigs in blankets. Oh, yeah, he likes best give up. Stranger. Which is ironically named. Definitely. Show me he's a total guess. I, don't, I, I can't spell the name, but I, I remember the rest of them, but... Uh, it's already for the same question? Yeah. Uh, on the eve of this show, we were ironically followed by the lovely team at the Attitude Editor podcast. Uh, I dropped them a message, and one thing they said to me was, please include a Mean Street Posse question. Thankfully for them, we had one. Wait, hey. Which member of the Mean Street Posse was not a childhood friend of Shane McMahon in real life? Which member of the Mean Street Posse was not a childhood friend of Shane McMahon in real life? You have a one-fourth chance of getting this <laughs> I right. Just, this is, this is I've just remembered one's name. Nice. Yeah. 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 You're all average. Mean Street Posse going to give a 30% chance of getting the right Do you know something? I like the Mean Street Posse scene. Is that the Greenwich? The Greenwich crew as well. The Greenwich? The Greenwich crew. Who wore who who the sweater vest the best? I uh, they all look like prep pace. Oh, yeah, I think I'm still... I love the, the angle. I, I love the angle. I know they didn't really do much in it, but see King of the Ring 1999, where Shane was meant to have been attacked. <laughs> and backstage. Yeah, and backstage watching him with a posse. Yeah, well, uh, Steve... Was it Steve? Uh, Shane McMahon. Uh, One of them got absolutely battered at WrestleMania 2000 in that hardcore title match. Yeah. Like, absolutely <laughs> dripping with blood and everything. Oh, it's a good time, isn't it? Oh. Talk about the Miss Stables. Posse. <laughs> okay, question number three. How many matches took place in the Terry Runnels Invitational Tournament between Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys? How many matches took place? Had a phenomenal conclusion this tournament. There's a ladder match, wasn't it? Ladder match. Yeah. Do you know what the uh, Terry's Invitational uh, Tournament? If you just take the acronym. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were teenagers. Good old WWE. Uh, subtle messages. So, something that could be used to describe the host right now. Yeah. Hey. It's also why I trot and the trailers as well. You know why I'm one of them? Because I had hawk these hoagie hips. <laughs> <laughs> Does he serve Shetels and steak? <laughs> Other than the Steve mushrooms, I really love the pigs and blankets special that he did that one evening forever. <laughs> don't need a car outside and get worried. But don't expect Jesus Pizza. He does not approve. <laughs> no, he does not. Don't you get a special discount if you chuck pigs and blankets? You notice, you notice how I offered the listeners a discount for the, the Roscoe experience, but I didn't offer them a discount for the Hogney. Hang on, you did forget one. If you sing Backstreet Boys, you get an extra five seconds before he kicks you out. <laughs> Tell okay. me why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you're waiting on a taxi. <laughs> 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 
number four. Which team faced off with the Acolytes in the infamous shoot match that took place on the March 7th edition of Sunday Night Heat? Do. I don't know any of this. Do. I, I do remember it. it's on the tip of my tongue, but mm. it was very good. Did said team did said something backstage to annoy the acolytes, so the acolytes literally kicked mm. lumps out. They breathed, so they annoyed him. <laughs> they kicked the lumps out them. I don't think they were ever. They barely ever wrestled again after. Do 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 do. Damn! Scott! <laughs> I thought he was right next to me. I'm going to guess. If you're listening with earphones right now, I sincerely apologise for you. The best part about the APA was the fact that that the office with the door. Everyone just walked round. That is a great gimmick. I said the acolytes was just like the Undertaker's henchman, and then they just suddenly became good for We like to drink. See that thing? See when they came out? I preferred them with the jeans and the t shirt. Than the, the actual gear. I think that looks actually better. Aye, but that's really cool. like Dolman, don't they? Aye. Yeah. It looks really cool. Shame we don't have teams like that these days. Okay, question number five. Which team were both scheduled at one point to appear in the 1999 Royal Rumble, but neither of them did? Which tag team were both scheduled at one point to appear in the 1999 Royal Rumble, but neither of them did? Oh, Scott doesn't know. Can you see Scott? Sky doesn't know. Would you compete in the Rumble match? Five. Would you compete in the actual Rumble match? Do you want me to compete in the Rumble match? But then. But then. 1999. Yeah. They were scheduled at one. They were each scheduled at one. 1999. Oh, my gosh. I'll change that to that, but I'll take a guess. Scotty doesn't know. The answer to number five is that he's sitting there all shifty. Alright, uh, question number six. Which weapon was commonly associated with the stable, the Union? Which weapon was commonly associated with the stable, the Union? The Dale. <laughs> Funny enough that WWE is only thing about a Union. <laughs> oh, <Andy. laughs> okay. And question number seven, which is again worth five points. Name five of the teams to compete in the tag team battle royal that opened WrestleMania 14. Ah, sorted. Name five of the teams to compete in the tag team battle royal that opened WrestleMania 14. There, I think there was a lot of them. So if you get five, if you get five of them, you get them. Yeah, the WrestleMania openers, that was a solid opener. That was good. That was really good. But not as good as uh, Sheamus vs. Daniel Bryan, just saying. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that match. I know, I stand by it. I just like how we managed to bring Dave on our side. <laughs> I was going to pick it and I thought, no, I, I need some more I could talk about. <laughs> um, you can listen to the Suplex Retweet team's favourite WrestleMania opening matches yeah. in our back catalogue available on all good Android podcasting sites and play? normal podcasting sites. You know what's really frustrating? Like APA were in it, but they weren't a tag team there. So, how did you drop there? I love how you're giving help to Alan. Scott and Strack are engrossed in their papers. I've already forgotten. I'm actually, I'm going to add to myself, can I add more teams to get more points? No. 
I'm not doing anywhere there. Catch up move. Have you, yes. Has everybody yes. got subscribe? No, and I know more. Has everybody got five teams? No. Can I get points, boys? Who won it? No. Everybody knows who won. Was it Sunny? I have spelt this team's name right and I um, apologise to anybody who's Spanish who may be listening to it. <laughs> so that ain't pronounced. Do you need the translator again? No, I'm going to try it myself. Is <laughs> here. I feel like I'm not actually at 14. Hold on, can I get question four again? Yeah, please. Which team faced off with the Acolytes in the infamous shoot match that took place on the March 7th edition of Sunday Night Heat? What year was it? 1999. 1999, true. Andrew, are you going to add music your Sunday name until you get me back by £200? <laughs> that's right. My £202, are you going to claw back because I've put £2 in here? I hope so. Are we, are we all ready? All good? I'm yeah. losing your full Sunday name until then. My Sunday name? Yes. So, if we could swap and some papers. I'm hoping I'm going to make confidence. This one. I'm invested. If I get one of them well. Right. So, round, that, round number three. Yeah. Tag teams and stables. Also, if you are playing along at home, please feel free to tweet us or by any form of social media at SuperPlexReti with your scores. Right, question number one. Which WWE Hall of Famer was briefly a member of the Oddity? Scott, what's Andy got? He's put Luna. What's Scott got, Andy? Uh, earthquake. What's Alan got, Shrek? Road Dog. And what's... Road Dog? Did you say Road Dog? Did you say Road Dog? No! Uh, Dude Slash It was George the Animal Steel. Oh, jeez. Oh, right, okay. George the Animal Steel, what a gimmick. <laughs> don't get gimmicks like that anymore. Uh, uh, Question number two. Which member of the Mean Street Posse was not a childhood friend of Shane McMahon really? You have a one-fold chance of getting it right. Alan Strickland. Rodney. What's Alan got? Pete. What's Scott got? Rodney. And what's Andy got? Pete Cass. It was Joy Abs. Oh, <laughs> oh, four people got three people wrong. I just, I, I only remember, I only remember Pete, I don't remember any of them. That's what I mean, the first time it came was Pete Gaffer, I was just, Pete oh. Gaffer. Rodney. Can I mistake Pete? Yeah, you usually slush Pete and I'm like, Pete! <laughs> <laughs> Scott's got more wrong in this room than he had any other room. <laughs> no, but we haven't got any right. <laughs> It's good to feel the fuck scoring now, it's about the rest of us! Question number three. How many matches took place at the Terry Invitational Tournament? Scott, what's Andy got? Seven. What's Scott got? Five. What's Alan got? Strack? Five. And what's Strack got? Three. It was actually six. Oh. One match ended in a double DQ. Oh. Which is why they had a decider in, in the ladder match. Yes, I knew it was the best of seven, that's why I don't know. Best of five. Best of five. Best of five, and then one of them was a draw, so it went 2 2, so they thought we'll have to decide on the ladder match. Which pay per view was that? No Mercy in 1999. Oh, good boy. Which was, has one of my favourite matches of all time, the Jeff Jarrett China. Good housekeeping match. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Not Patch and Liam Thompson, Brophy though. That was, that was the original though. That is ah, the come on, good. That was also when Nicole Hayes came out with the Hardys, didn't he? 
Oh, it was Gangrel. No, remember Michael Hayes came out and he had to wear the same t shirts on his side. Were your dad's trying to be pals with you? Red, the 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 red, Question number four. Which Ooh. team faced off with the Acolytes in the infamous shoot match that took place in one episode of Sunday Night Heat? Alan Strickler? Kiente? Strack, what is um, Alan got? Headbangers. What's Scott got? Public Enemy. And what's Andy got? Public Enemy. And what's indeed Public Enemy? I know, I was just like, shit, I can't remember ECW team, but I'll just come back to that. He didn't put oh, first ECW so team in, but it's public enemy. Yes, that was my hint. Has yeah. anybody seen the match? I have yes. not. I have not. It is literally... It's a whitewash. It is brutal. <laughs> if you've never seen the match, you need to go back and watch it on the network. It is absolutely Just bad. Google legal murder. <laughs> OJ Simpson. <laughs> what the heck is going on over that match? <laughs> Somebody just gag him. What have we done there? Good ways to hear him pay 25 euros for that. Yeah. We have standards. Well, you two are on the casting couch, you can't explain your we actions. Have, we have standards. We have sponsors. Look <laughs> <laughs> at Triple H as a sponsor. It's <laughs> not that one. I meet an knockback service, brilliant. <laughs> Sean Stacey actually excels at that. <laughs> Clean the toilets. Question number five Which tag team were both scheduled to appear? The 1999 Royal Rumble, but neither of them did. Scott, what's Andy got? Uh, Shamrock and Bossman and KMX Park. Don't know, just totally random. Andy, what's Scott got? Uh, Main Street Posse and Kyantai. I just guess. <laughs> A single team. It's one team. What? One team. What's it? I thought team. No, I said team. Which tag team? Huh? Either way, you're both getting wrong. Eh? Oh, uh, 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 Strack, what's Alan got? At least. And what's Strack got? Headbangers. Strax writes the headbangers. Oh, you right! <laughs> I wish you like two tag teams. Thrasher Fra- was meant to be in it, but he got injured pre-event, and Mosh was attacked backstage by, by Mr. Isra! That's right. Who was then known as Mabel at that particular point, before he was abducted by the Ministry. One of my favourite moments in WWF history is at that event, where the Ministry, like Midian, the Acolytes, are yeah. attacking Visser into this hearse, Undertaker's just watching the side, like, stroking the hearse, just, and then all of a sudden, oh, the Atlas flies by, flies by in the ambulance. <laughs> Moment stolen. It's just, it's just like, what's, that man's been abducted, I don't care, I'm in the rumble. That was the very first paid of you ever watched. Oh, uh, it's, the rumble's so bad when you watch it back, but there's some things like that, okay. I could just quite enjoy it, I thought it was quite a good one. It's just, it's because Vince wanted to be fair, it's the worst thing about it, but... <laughs> It's got some good moments in it. What was the cash prize that Vince offered for anybody to eliminate Austin? Oh. Yeah, it was. It was quite sizable. And I jumped to the audience and put a bit. What a great scene that would have been on Raw the, Raw the next night with Vince giving himself the money. There you go, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Shane giving him the money. Right, a nice easy one for question six. Uh, which weapon was commonly associated with the stable The Union? What's the strap got? Night stick. Uh, what's Alan got? Two by four. Strap got? Two by four. What's Andy got? Big wooden stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 2x4. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's a big wood. Would he get it for the big wood? Yeah, yeah, he's got it for the big wood. Well, technically, mine's is no. made of wood. No, it's nice not. Stick. This is a bit more defined as an answer. 
big wooden stick. My dyslexia kicked in that book four by four rather than two by four. I know what I meant as well. What the fuck? I'm meant to write the words, Joey, but I wrote Pete. Dyslexia. Are you on two before the shower kit? I panicked. Okay. That was wet, that villa slab of dead. Final question of this round. Name five of the teams to complete in the compete in the tag team battle royal that opened WrestleMania 14. So I'm gonna name them all and just mark them off as you got them, it's easier. So there was LOD, or LOD 2000 to be exact, who won it. Uh, you've got the U Midnight Express. You've got Los Baracus. Bariquis. Bariquis, thank you. Oh, sorry, that's what I tried to spell. It's, um, there was two uh, parts of that team. There was the Savio Vega, Miguel Perez Jr. and Los Jose Estrada Jr. and Jesus Castillo. Uh, we've got the, the Truth Commission, which was Recon and Sniper. We've got <laughs> Bradshaw and Chains. We've got two versions of the Nation of Domination. There was the Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown team and there was Farouk and Kama Mustafa. Mustafa. We have got the Quebecers, one half of which is currently the number one contender for the Ring of Honor World title. PCO, who now follows us on Twitter. Hi. <laughs> We've got the Rock and Roll Express, yes, the Rock and Roll Express of uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. We've got the Headbangers again, Mosh and Frasher. We've got Too Much, Scott Taylor and Brian Christopher. I will accept Too Cool if you've got them down. Because it's the exact same team. I forgot about them. I forgot about them. I didn't think they were that No, they weren't. They were too, too much on the two. Yeah, no, that's what you said. Uh, too much, but if you've got two, cool, I'll accept it. We've got the Disciples of Apocalypse, which was Eight Ball and Skull. DOA, give me a tick. You need DOA? He's got DOA, sorry. We've got... Strap watching you! We have got... Take a picture of Ray Down, have a good look. We have got Steve Blackman and Flash Funk. That's a random... And finally, the Godwins, Phineas uh, and Henry. So, if you've got five of those teams, that is five points. Um, you yeah, put two guys who are in a, you put two teams who are in a dumpster yeah, match. I know, I know you guys. I nearly. I don't remember WrestleMania 14. I thought it was a shame. Really, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think WrestleMania 14 was good? I thought it was shame. Anyway. Rock I lost. I will see you outside. Technically, one. If the Rock lost, swap papers back, please, folks. Before this gets a bit. It's already out of control. <laughs> okay, so let's count points for that particular round. Alan, how many did you get? Four. Four, that's your best round so far. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> Strack, how many did you get? Six. Six. Hey! Uh, Andy, how many did you get? Six. Uh, six, sorry. <laughs> six. And Scott, how many did you get? Six. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> the chink in the armor! <laughs> <laughs> So, at the end of round three, we've got Alan on seven, we've got Andy on 13, we've got Strack on 14, and Scott on 26. So, te- so technically, Strack is still one, so can Andy. If I stab Scott in the eye with a pin. <laughs> Each eye. <laughs> Double jab. It's complication, he can't get Alan. Woohoo! Right, so, I can feel around the paper. We are now going in to the final round, which is a special round. But before we get into that, have you ever wanted to go into an interview and thought, 
I talk far too nerdish like, then please we suggest Campbell's Posh Boy Prep Centre. <laughs> it is the perfect place to bring out your inner Glasgow Uni accent as well as turn very, very small words into confusing long paraphrases. <coughs> Campbell's Posh Boy Prep Centre. Do you think like his uh, Glotsman is just a modern day Mean Street positive? <laughs> yeah. Much. yeah. Jo- join now and you get a free month supply of good gold. <laughs> the Glotsman's toughest member is Stacey. <laughs> Stacey's the muscle in the goatsman. Stacey's shaming man. Right, so we now, go into the, we, we now go into the final round, dun, dun, dun. which is one that one of my favourite rounds I like to do one other time I host the quiz, and it's the announcer's round, and it's got double points. Oh. So there's 14 points up for grabs. So oh, there's, right. a t- there's a mathematical chance that Scott could still lose. <laughs> Quite scary. No pressure, Scott. I don't think so. And it is at this point that I hand over to our resident MC, Mr. Kwaku Aji, who will present this round. Ladies and gentlemen, he's he's an announcer. (laughs) (laughs) The following contest is a 403 handicap tag team match set for one fall. One One fall! Introduce it first, making his way into the ring from the Isle of Samoa, weighing in at 401 pounds. This is your first. Guess who that is. Alright, oh, uh. To, 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 to go through the rules again, the announcer around this Quacku is going to do an, an, an entry for seven wrestlers. You need to guess it. Two wrestlers based on his one. Ah. Okay. So, from the Isle of Samoa, women are 401 pounds. It's a bit harsh, Joe's not that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? From the Isle of Samoa, weighing in at one, 401 pounds. Crash Holly. They are all single people. The four on three handicap is just cool. Uh, just ah, so just four, one person. Four on three handicap tag team match. So Question number two. From Sacramento, California, weighing in at two hundred and forty three pounds, he is the world's most dangerous man. From Sacramento, California, weighing in at 243 pounds, he is the world's most dangerous man. Anyone against that wrong, get a slap. <laughs> slap me. Oh, good. <laughs> yep. And their tag team partner from the Red Light District, weighing in at 320 pounds. From the Red Light District, weighing in at 320 pounds. To start having the posse's future again. Alan looks confused. <laughs> like he's like, who did I get when I went to the red light district? <laughs> no, no, it was you two they got a red light district. <laughs> I poop on you. Twenty euro. This is Hulk Hogan back in Amsterdam. <laughs> Ross's favourite. Oh, from the red light district, weighing in at three hundred and twenty pounds. Okay, and the next. And their tag team partner from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. She weighed in at one hundred and twenty-nine pounds. There's a clue in there. <laughs> and their tag team partner from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. She weighed in at one hundred and twenty-nine pounds. The clue's not a very good. It's not really a clue. Should I? I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I don't know what it is. 
Yes. Can I just say, you're so good at pipping up morale. <laughs> I'm telling you, guess. I cannot wait till I do my quiz, you're going to die now. <laughs> Introducing their opponents. First, from Pepperland, he weighed in at 323 pounds. From Pepperland, he weighed in at 323 pounds. <laughs> what the? Pepperland. Pepperland. Is this question five? Uh, yeah. Question five. From Pepperland, weighing in at three hundred and twenty-three pounds. Pepperland. Is that literally it? No more. Uh... Let's take a guess, but guess people from the attitude era. You don't know. From Pepperland, weighing. There was a lot of people in the attitude era. But there happened to be only one person from Pepperland. Is yeah. Pepperland a real place? <laughs> is it or isn't it? It sounds like a French place. We actually, we actually, while we're doing this, we check this in. There's yeah, only one person with, with each of these characteristics. <laughs> and how much did they weigh? £323. Think, if you're not sure, think about the weight and think who's big. Who's big? And could be from Pepperland. <laughs> Pepperland? Pepperland. It's certainly not The Undertaker. <laughs> He's from. <laughs> he's from. He's from. Tobacco Chewland. <laughs> Death Valley. And his tag team partner, entrant number six, from Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. From Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. From Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. Just realised that Alan's winning the trip to the Hockney Hockey House. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it confirmed? Is it confirmed? Uh, it's good pass, because he... Based, based on his reactions to this round. Yeah. He looks like a horse trying to book a family holiday. <laughs> He's still got five He's and almost six. Like always the fat jokes you quack. He's still got five and six tonight down and we're on quick we're on the seven. What's the that's number six again, sorry? From Hayward, California, weighing in at two hundred and sixty-one pounds. If you're Introducing Entry number seven. He is the best. In the world! No, he's not actually. <laughs> Entry number seven from Orlando, Florida, weighing in at 260 pounds. See the fault in this studio thing right now? It's something else. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you just write the rock. Yes, it is. No, it's the wrong way. From Orlando, Florida, he weighed in at 260 pounds. The wrong total 275. Ah, so that has been seven. So you've got a couple of minutes to write those down. That has been our seven competitors in this particular match. Should I go through them again? Yes. Yes. Okay, so question one was from the Isle of Samoa, weighing in at 401 pounds. Hold on, I just need to use my phone quickly. <laughs> question number two, from Sacramento, California, weighing in at 243 pounds. He is the world's most dangerous man. Question number three, from the Red Light District, he weighed in at 320 pounds. On to number four from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. She weighed in at £129. And question number five from Pepperland. <laughs> he weighed in at £323. Entry number six from Hayward, California. He weighed in at £261. 
on fight with Nicholas Wade to rank entrant number seven, weighing in at 260 pounds. He is from Orlando, Florida. How much did he weigh again? 260 pounds. Definitely not much. So that has been our stat again. That has been our seven competitors in this particular match. Has everybody got something down? Mm -hmm. Not yet. Oh, seven. For, uh, still thinking about bloody seven. You've got another. Give you, give, you another give you another quick minute for that. Uh, no while we remind the scores in the doors, we've got Andy on 13, Alan on seven, Scott on 26, and Strax on 14. Do you know what? I've just worked out. Mm -hmm. Based on your sponsors, I'm gonna do something this weekend just to make that day extra special. What's that? I'm gonna go to David Campbell's Prep Boy Prep to <laughs> practice my speech, and then I'm gonna get myself some Shettles and Steaks, get them all nice and juicy, make it a bit medium, right? But then I'm gonna also, as they're, as they're mature and they're prepping up, I'm gonna go to the Roscoe Experience just to learn how to mess up my dates, but then I'm going to mess up the cooking intentionally so I can go to Cockney's Corgi House and get the full wham bam thank you man. Can I get a discount for the complete package of failure? Sounds like a dream weekend, doesn't it? Sounds magnificent. Are we all ready yet? God no. God no. Seven's just got everyone is. Got a quick guess. Give us a clue, come no, on. No, because the then, I, then I'll give it away. The clue, the clue is he's from Orlando, Florida. That does not have any noise. That clue, you uh, wrestled in the attitude there. <laughs> you have been punched in the face really, yes. really hard? Yes. No, I don't think you have. <laughs> yes, guess. I just guess. Just random guess. Right, everybody guess. He looks like Alan, just have a guess. I'm trying, I'm trying to think who was on that side. Well, can we now, well, it's now time to swap papers. Swap papers. Do you know what, I'm not going to write in for number 7 because I wouldn't have got right anyway, so... You'll kick yourselves for it. Because it's... Right. So... Question... So, question one. Quacky, what's the weight? What's the introduction? From the Isle of Samoa, weighing in at 401 pounds. But in addition, the man also did it for The Rock. Yes. Master! Yes! Andy got? Andy had Haku. I just crossed it out. What's Scott got salt in the Rikishi. What's Alan got? He's got Rikishi. What have you got? What's Strike Book? Haku. Yes, it was Rikishi. Oh, I almost put Haku as well. I thought they put a bad follows you as well, Andy. No, I don't. Know. I put, Shame. I, I did put. Shame. I put the salt in it first of who is also Rikishi, and I was like, I don't think it's that. And I was like, I'm just fucking crossed it out. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. It's a bit late. I thought they built Haku, uh, Rikishi for. Uh, uh, California? No, The Usos are both from California. And then they, they, they became the Usos are from California. Oh, Quick so question number two. From Sacramento, California, weighing at 243 pounds. He is the world's most dangerous man. Has anybody not got Ken Shamrock? Has everybody got Ken Shamrock? Aye. Okay, it's Ken Shamrock. God, I can only I've got Ryan Shamrock. With that, that pretty much confirms Scott's victory, but we'll go on with the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> on to number three from the Red Light District, weighing in at 320 pounds. What's Strat got? Godfather. What's Alan got? Vader. <laughs> <laughs> He's red! He's <laughs> red! <laughs> 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 
Because of the mask, he thought, that looks like a gift mask. <laughs> he's got a good point. He's back in his red. What else do you want me to do? He's the Godfather. Godfather. What's the Godfather? The red light district. The red light district. I forgot about the Godfather. When you said, like, the way I really wrote Big Boss Man, too, he said red light district. I don't think that's right. <laughs> There's some hard times they're doing the red light district. No, but boss man had his, his gimmick in his place for cop county and like that. Come on! Oh, crack out their tag team partner. And uh, entry number four from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. She weighed in at 129 pounds. What's that they got? Uh, Molly Holly. What's uh, Scott got? Ivory. What's Alan got? Jacqueline. And what's Molly Holly? It was Deborah. <gasps> Damn. So yes, our first team for this match is Rikishi, Ken Shamrock, Godfather and Deborah. Yeah, I didn't realise. What a dream team. Uh, just uh, when I heard Alabama, I was like, Molly Holly. And on to their opponents. First, from Pepperland, weighing in at 323 pounds. What's Corkin? What's Alicorn? Mr. Pepper. <laughs> Mr. Pepper! Dr. Pepper! Was it Dr. Pepper's son? I couldn't think! I just did Mr. Pepper! You're like pressure me! Just get! Dr. Pepper probably was Doctor. What's Scott got? Big Boss Man. It was Boss Man. It's the blue mini. Oh, I thought Boss Man because he killed Pepper, so he had to be that. That's where I was going. I nearly wrote Alice Null, but then it was the blue. I wrote Alice Null, and I thought, oh, no, 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 he's got heavy. He's got Pepper. Pepper. He's got 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 from Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. What's Andy got? Dilo Brown. What's Scott Dilo Brown? What's Alan got? Test, who's Canadian? I'm trying to guys, fuck off. What's Stop being for the skinny me then. It was friend of the show and friend of Ross, Sean Stasiak. I would. Mal Vini for like 220 pounds. I would have accepted Meats. Big boy. I would have accepted Meats. I'll see if you want to say from Planet Stasiak. The rock wasn't that heavy. And finally, their tag team partner from Orlando, Florida, weighing in at 260 pounds. What's Andy got? Rodolfo. What's Scott got? Falvinus. What's Alan got? Falvinus. What's Shrek got? The Rock. You should have got this. It's your brother's favourite wrestler. The Rock. It's Billy Gunn. Is it? Yes. Oh, I got the tag part. Falvinus was from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, I knew it was in Las Count up the scores and let's see who came second in the quiz. Yeah, send you one, yeah. See, whilst they're talented up, why don't you remind the fine listeners of our sponsors? Yes, this quiz was sponsored by Shipwoods and Sticks. Well, Venus is now building 240, but it was 260 now. The Roscoe Experience. Hopney's Hoagie House and Campbell's Posh Boy Preps. If only if I didn't cross out the Sultan, I'd have been joined second. I get double figures, I'm happy. Alan, what was your score in that round? One million. Four. Don't forget it was double points. Four. 
Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had a bad day, right? Just go over it. Four. Uh, okay. Uh, Strap, did you get in that round? Four. Four. Uh, Andy, did you get in that round? Four as well. Four. And Scott, did you get in that round? Six. Six. So, counting up the scores. Is there any point? <laughs> in last place, with our respectable 11, it is. Alan McLucas. Hooray! <laughs> Let us know how the Triple H experience is. <laughs> I heard that it's all vegan, so it can be very bad for me. Oh god, no, I don't know about that. We have a special treat as your escort to that premises is outside. <laughs> In third place, with 17 points, he was the outsider coming into it, and he proved again. Why is an outsider still? It's Andy Mitchell! At least I didn't come last, so that's right. Shut up! <laughs> Nathan came last. There goes Matthew Pound Sorry, man. In second place, with a respectable 18, it's better than the first round exit, it's Strack. Ah, well, should have done better. <laughs> and our winner, strolling away with 32 points, it is Scott McLeod. I did it, I did it all by myself. And I have no money to thank. I love the fact that Smalls is getting his teeth and just saying that. Don't worry, you'll be champion by Saturday, so it's fine. I'm quite glad you never went, I did it for The Rock. <laughs> I did it for The Ross. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be like Kane in his only WWF title run. It's going to be so short, nobody's going to remember. <laughs> oh well. So Scott, this isn't my only raid, this is my fourth ring. Ah, but you've not got this on me anymore, mate. Scott joins the company of David Hockney and David Campbell as a full-time champion. Oh, no. Bad company. <laughs> Forget the Fortune BT gun, that's bad company then. The Fortune Squad. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a savage That has been the Attitude Editor quiz, and I think we did a good job of doing the Attitude Editor proud with that backward quiz, one-sided, the Stone Cold Steve Austin of this panel. What? It's not the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, but he kept winning. Got the favourite So did Triple H. It's true. You can be Triple H. So did Vince McMahon. You don't seem to remember that. No, he's a one-time champ during the uh, WWE. It's true, it's true. And a Royal Rumble winner. So, um, I hope they actually did a podcast on haters for butchering the haters. <laughs> no, 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 I think on all fairness, we did a good job. We know they had a really bad score. Except for Alan. That's a cover. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so that has been that. Uh, join us next week, where we'll be talking the Attitude Era once again, as we butcher the era once more by rebooking the higher power angle. Hey. 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 Let's wait for something to delay. It's me, Austin! <laughs> 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 oh, yes, sir, we're going to try. We're going to recreate that angle. We're going to go from probably about the point where the ministry was formed right until the point where that particular line happens. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yes, that's coming up next week, the week after that. We're also going to do a fancy booking for the Queen of the Ring. Before, then afterwards, going through the history of the King of the Ring tournament. So that's, we've got a lot of fun different shows coming up over the rest of June. A very royal uh, month. <laughs> it's a very royal month. Um, for myself, Stephen Watson, I'd like to thank my panel today, who have been fantastic sports in this quiz. <laughs> First of all, Alan McLucas. I hear you too. <laughs> uh, to Strack. Thanks so much, man. Uh, to Andy. Cheers. And to the Copper Stooge. <laughs> I've had a wonderful time. <laughs> and of course, to my assistant, Quacko. Thank you. We will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips you know what you should be doing you should be going online you should be subscribing you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat sleep suplex retweet whatever the fuck you're doing that's what you should be doing i don't care if it's your mum's birthday i don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now sports social podcast network